Hello everyone, I'm Mark, the chief writer here at Maltopia, and I just wanted to remind you the sleep-wake cycle is but one of a series of interconnected horror podcasts within the wide and weird world of Maltopia. For Easter eggs, crossover events, and additional lore, please check out our other series, The Shepherd of Wolves, Red Mother, Grimland, and The Damnation Machine. And be sure to check out our free content on our Patreon page for additional lore and stories. For even more Maltopia content, consider becoming a patron. Starting for as little as $2 a month, benefits range from additional art, update videos, early episode access, our mini-podcast series, October's Children, both written and full audio pieces, such as The Lost Library, Tales of Maltopia, and The Weird Book. You can also gain access to our found footage show, The Weird Tape Series, and even our Patreon-exclusive, fully-produced audio series, Devil's Clay. So, with all that said, I will leave you to the darkness. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Rusty Quill presents.
<laughs> what are you doing under this bed, little Isaiah? I don't want any more shots, Uncle Edwin. They hurt. And they make my tummy hurt. You really should come out from under there. It's so dark and dusty. I'm staying under here. It hurts too much. Oh, Isaiah, that's not entirely true. You see, the tiny bit of pain is only momentary. But it can help keep you healthy for a very long time. But I don't like pain, even if it's tiny. I understand, Isaiah. No one likes pain. But do you know what's worse than a brief sting? Falling sick. Staying in bed all day. Not being able to play with your sister. That's a lot worse, don't you think? Well, I, I don't want to get sick, but I also don't want the shot. Let me share a secret with you, Isaiah. Do you promise to keep it? A secret? What is it? This shot, my dear boy, is filled with tiny soldiers. Yes, you heard it right. Tiny soldiers. Their job is to protect you from all those nasty germs that want to make you sick. Really? Tiny soldiers? That's right. They're very brave, and they'll guard you from the inside. But they need your help. They need to get inside you to do their job. And for that, we need the shot. You see, you're their vehicle, their tank. <laughs> Will you help these soldiers, Isaiah? Well, I do want to help the soldiers, and I don't want to get sick. Are you sure it won't hurt a lot? I promise you, Isaiah, it's just a quick sting, just like a tiny ant bite. The soldiers will be quick, and after that, you can have a lollipop. How about that? A lollipop, too? Well, okay then, but you have to promise it won't hurt much. <laughs> I promise, Isaiah. Now, will you come out and help our little soldiers? All right. I'm coming out. I'll take the shot. That's my little buddy. <laughs> there was a time when I could only hold the revolvers for a few fleeting seconds before they began freeze-burning my flesh. And there was a time when their report stung my ears. But now... My guns felt like they were my hands, and their thunder became my voice. I can see him! He's right on top of us! Fire! Fire! Oh, ah! And today, all I had to say was, come get some. Old Frankie Sinatra used to say that the best revenge was massive success. And ever since I put my suit on and wound my watch, I was batting a thousand. <laughs> Frank was a smart fella. Everywhere I went, doors were just opening up. And the Hanyuma I found behind them were just falling down. Hard. Real hard.
There was no mystery left. The dead mother had to be behind things. She was showing me the way to him. Gave me the weapons. And now, I had all the ammunition I needed. Spider Black, Doc Karras, Uncle Edwin. They were all gonna get what was coming to him. Every fucking bit. Quickly, activate the psycho cannons. I can hear him coming, hurry! Psycho cannons activated. Where did he go? I'm not picking anything up on the scanner. It, it's all this damn pale matter. Makes pinpointing a target nearly impossible. Stay on your guard. He has to be close. There's nothing over here. Maybe he turned back. Looking for me, fellas? What? There was no door there before. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> the place likes me. Still kicking, huh? I gotta hand it to you guys. Whatever powers you might have lost to this place, you're still tough sons of bitches. Can't say the same for your friend over there. Or should I say, all over there. <laughs> you, you're a traitor. We're all esoterians. You can shove that shit, freak show. I know what the score is. But I'll let you take a few extra breaths so long as you can tell me where my sister got to, the other Agent Stroud. That's very kind of you, but I'd rather spend those breaths calling you a... Never mind. I'll find her myself. With every step, the walls seemed to shrink away, allowing white razor-straight lines of trees to take their place. The ceiling cracked open to reveal an endless pale expanse, where dim metal stars unwound mechanical light. And standing atop a pale hill of coldest earth, the mistress of the woods. I wouldn't let her power, whatever influence she exerted over me, tamp down the fire in my guts. But the walls were moving. One by one, they slid aside as I stalked closer to him. I was like a bullet being chambered, looking through the barrel, waiting for the target. Expecting the wall to shift aside, I almost smashed into it when it didn't move. Come on, what's the deal? I gotta go the long way around now? Who are you talking to, Agent Stroud? Your co-conspirator, perhaps? Why, hey there, Devlin. What's what? I suspect that cavalier attitude of yours has championed almost as many battles as those guns of yours. But... Unfortunately for you, every winning streak is bound to be broken. Yeah, I've heard that. But I wonder if you've heard this. What the fuck? How the hell is this even possible? Come now, Agent Stroud. Notions of the impossible, perhaps even the word itself, should have been all but eliminated after the darkness. Incidentally, now that you're quite toothless, I wonder, exactly what good are you without those guns, hmm? 
I suppose that's a fair question. My fist was sailing for the smug bastard's chin before I'd finished my thought. But the guy who charged out of the darkness, that tall grinning prick Warner, plowed into me before it could connect. Ugh! And for the first time, my guns flew out of my hands. Don't trouble yourself. I can answer that for you. Answer this, hotshot. Jerking a Beretta, I put the barrel flush with Warner's temple and squeezed the trigger. God damn it! More guns, huh? I think you had a better chance swinging for the fences, champ. You know, like this. I popped my pale field and it was a damn good thing I did, because I could feel the supernatural strength in Warner's swing. Had I not dampened it, I would have been paced. Still, the shot managed to rattle my teeth, but good. Rolling with the haymaker, I tried to get a bead on the two dickheads, using my field to get a sense of their abilities. Devlin was nearly a dead zone. All I got from him was static, like my power just shit the bed. And making sense of Warner's tricks was like chasing a rabbit through a cornfield. It somehow kept evading me. But I did learn one thing. There was another of them hanging back in the shadows. Valissa, no doubt. I figured I'd play like I didn't know there was a plus one waiting in the wings. Turning away from where Valissa hid, I made like I was going to take another run at Devlin. But at the last second, I spun around and sent my knife flying at her. From the sound of things, I didn't miss. Uh, you fucking bastard! I'm gonna run this knife straight right through your skull. As expected, the two guys turned toward the speaker, which gave me the chance to slug Warner and make a break for it. Ugh. What are you waiting for, Devlin? Stop him! Don't worry your pretty head. I have him. Whatever Devlin was packing, I felt it slam into my field, throwing me across the floor. His power was actually trying to shut mine down, turn it off, or maybe even break it. But I wasn't having it. Today was my day, goddammit. I wasn't about to let the Three Stooges ruin the party I was planning for Spider. I loosed my power, the room filling with mist and cold. Our two talents went right for each other's throats. While his power tried to find my abilities off-switch, Mine was looking to deny his the very right to exist. In the end, it was the blade in my leg that decided the contest, sending me toppling back to the floor. Ow, damn it! There's your knife back, asshole. Before I could pull the blade out, Warner showed up and gave me a good running kick straight to the gut. which sent me sliding across the floor and into the corner. Seems like you're not all you were cracked up to be, eh, Chief? At least not when you're up against adversaries unaffected by all this pale matter. My insides felt like mush, and the knife in my leg was buried right up to the hilt. Despite all that, I could feel my power knitting me back together. Made me wonder just how beat up I could allow myself to get. I wouldn't be too disappointed if I were you, Agent Stroud. You put up a fairly respectable fight. 
Granted, you weren't quite the adversary I imagined, you being the vaunted insomniac, after all. Then again, I also didn't anticipate you being a traitor. But life so seldom telegraphs its punches. Now, if you could hold that pose for just a moment, I have to make a call. This is Devlin, my lord. We've intercepted at least one of the invaders. Or, I should say, traitors. Agent Isaiah Stroud is down. We discovered him blasting his way through the last of the Hangyama Guard. I suspect both his sister and quite possibly the gunman from the Silent Legion are assisting him. Though, I haven't gotten as far as interrogating him yet. Oh, how very, very disappointing. Can he hear me as we speak, I wonder? Yes, my lord. He's right here, bleeding all over the floor. Greetings, Agent Stroud. I can't tell you how much it pains me to hear of what's become of you. A promising member of the sect of reclamation, no less, reduced to so much treachery. All I could hear was Karis's voice, calling me treacherous. I wonder what horrible thing must have befallen you to bring you to such a low state. Fuck you, Karis. You really think your trained fucking dogs are gonna stop me? You of all people should know better. The regenerated flesh of my wound pushed the knife out of my leg. My pale field smacked Devlin's power out of the way. Then I opened my hands and closed them around the handles of my revolvers, where they materialized out of the cold, thin air. Take cover! He's back up! Nothing's coming between us, Karis. Not secrets, not Hanyama, not these fucks. Nothing. We gotta fall back. Those rules are like bloody bombs. Hold your ground, Warner. That's a goddamn order. Oh, grow a pair, Warner. He's just a little man with big guns. I got this. I could feel their powers rising from below. Weeds sunk deep beyond the wormy earth, reaching into places that shouldn't be, where shadows fall with the strength of stone. I not only could feel their powers, but now I could decipher them. Devilin's little trick came from a species of chaos. Whatever bad shit could happen, it would. Guns could jam, hearts could just suddenly explode, forest fires from cigarette butts and hurricanes from butterfly wings. It wasn't just bad luck. It was his will becoming bad luck, the physical embodiment of Murphy's Law. Ole Warner was an escape artist in a very cosmic sense. Physically, mentally, metaphysically, you name it, nothing could hold him. 
Rounding him out was a body that could take whatever you threw at it, and the muscle to give as good as it got. And then there was Velissa. She could push sideways, gaze into all the possible outcomes of a situation, and try to manifest the one she liked best. All told, these assholes were Spider's get-out-of-jail-free cards. I could see why he brought them to the Silentich. Clever bastard. Velissa raised her hands, making claws of them as she seemed to tear at the very fabric of reality. And I could feel the world splitting apart, trying to multiply, divide, mutate. I saw a future where Devlin's power pushed through my field, and Warner slipped beneath my guard and knocked my damn head clean off my shoulders. Then there was the possible world where my spirit slipped into despair at what had been done to me, at how useless going forward was. And I put the revolvers to my temples to quiet the voices. She was sorting through all the outcomes that had me dirt-napping. Unfortunately for her, my power could grab reality too. He's resisting me. A little help would be nice. Let's see him resist this. I'll take that bet. The bastard was impossible to hit, zigzagging like forked lightning, evading my every shot. With my pale field focused on Velissa, I couldn't fan it out to clip Warner. I was either going to tank his shot or get creative. At the last possible moment, I pulled my field close, wrapping it around myself to deal with Warner's inhuman punch, which would also insulate me from Velissa's reality shifting. Once Warner was inside my field, I stepped sideways and clotheslined the shit out of him. He was ass overhead in an instant. Just as I pulled the trigger to turn his head to yogurt, my gun came up dry. Devlin was at his shit again. Stepping back to include Warner in the spread of my field, I pushed back at Velissa and Devlin. Drawing a bead on Warner, I cut loose with the revolvers, hoping to catch him in the explosion, if not score a direct hit. Fucker took the blast wave in stride, balancing against the impact while sliding backwards. Meanwhile, the other two were pouring it on, pushing me back. Spread out around him. He can't focus on us all at once. Took him long enough to figure that one out. But I could fire my guns and operate my field simultaneously. I had to take out either Velissa or Devlin to stay in the fight. Warner was too slippery. Taking aim at Velissa, I hoped to overwhelm her, assuming her power might take more concentration than Devlin's to manage all my rounds. <laughs> For a gunman, you sure have lousy aim. Damn it. Once my shots went beyond my field, she manifested outcomes that had me missing her altogether. From the look of things, I was going to find out just how much punishment I could come back from, because this was a fight I refused to lose. Keep it up! He's breaking! Not going to be long now, Chief. I felt like Atlas, trying to keep the world from falling to pieces. But Devlin was right. I was running out of steam. 
that's uh, what you think. She should have spent more time looking for the parallel world where Shane didn't just do Devlin right between the eyes. Also, I'd seen the effects of the cowboy's rounds a dozen times, but it never looked anything like what I saw after Devlin collapsed. Instead of the typical weird tangle of flowing mist that leaked out of the point of impact, there was this blackish twisting sludge like coils of writhing serpents, or even tentacles. They floundered and curled about the body for a few seconds, and then shot back into the corpse and vanished, like they'd been pulled down by the devil himself. Who knows, maybe they were. Back up, Felissa. It's gotta be that assassin from the Silent Legion. Back up, I said. You wanna get yourself killed? Suddenly, the wall nearest to Warner slid sideways, unveiling the stark Antarctic wasteland, the wind whipping snow through the opening. The silentage was subtly indicating for them to make their exit. They both looked at each other and then back to the opening. I just smirked as they weighed the only choice they had. <laughs> decisions, decisions. You won't be laughing next time, asshole. I guarantee it. Hurry, come on! After the duo took their chances in the snow, the wall slid back into place and I called Shane out of hiding. All right, cowboy, they're gone. Lucky for you, those hand cannons don't make you a hard fella to find. So I've been told, where the hell have you been anyway? Well, I sort of got uh, detained, I guess you might say. Oh yeah? Yeah, got held up by some uh, lady. Says you two know each other. She wanted to keep me in reserve till she saw Spider's hand, which I guess were those three shitbirds. It didn't take me but a second to figure out who the uh, lady he was talking about was, but that wasn't what was really on my mind. Did she say where Romy is? Yeah, uh, not specifically, but from what I gathered, she's with that there other bunch you two run with. Clearing out whatever honium you might have left standing. Then we should get going and catch up with her. Not me. I'm out. What the hell are you talking about? Yeah, this is where I get off, I guess. The, uh, lady said once I'd finished with them there shitbirds, eyes to mosey. On account of things getting a bit inhospitable to fellas with my limitations. Anyhow... She's got a way out just waiting for me under the silentage. After that, I'm back in business as a solo act. And not a minute too soon, neither. 
All this here teamwork shit's been nothing but trouble. Well, uh, this is it, huh? I reckon so. About time, you were starting to cramp my style. <laughs> I ain't never heard of being slow on the draw called a style afore. <laughs> yeah, you better be getting to it. You do be careful now. You too, cowboy. And, uh, thanks. You betcha, Agent Man. Buckle up, motherfucker, because I'm still coming. The Sleep-Wake Cycle is a Maltopia production. Today's episode was written by Mark Anzalone and performed by Kelly Bear, Max Anzalone, and Mark Anzalone. The episode was edited by Walker Kornfeld, and sound production and editing was performed by Stephen Anzalone. Be sure to check us out at www.maltopia.com and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Maltopia. That's M-A-E-L-T-O-P-I-A. If you want unique art and animations of Maltopia's stories, visit our YouTube page or click on the link in the show notes. If you're a fan and want to help the show grow, be sure to rate and review us on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. And for more exclusive content, such as additional lore, stories, and art, be sure to check out our Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash Maltopia. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.